Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. When the sun rises, you can start over again. social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. What is good? What is good? How are you? Uh, I am excited. You know, this week coming up is Black Trans Advocacy Conference. And I'm excited about, you know, this is as far as what the number of people who have registered and signed up and did their thing. We have reached records height. So we definitely will have to be at a different hotel next year because we are at our max. And so I am excited about it. It was going to be a dope experience to see all the black community that's going to come and black trans yeah. community and going to come and fellowship and have fun. I tell people all the time that BTEC is a different vibe than other conference. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's definitely is a different vibe. Yeah, it's not sure. some, it's not serious. It, it's serious in the sense of you want to come and be with community. If you are a black trans person, and you know you want to be with me serious in that way but not yeah. serious in the way that it's all stuffy and um yeah it's actually meant for the community and not just folks that like work in the community yeah not just service providers and you know yeah. we have space for that but that's kind of that takes a backseat to us trying to have community moments and yeah. so i didn't you know i i try to not warn people but Try to, I've been this past week when people have been sliding in my inbox on asking me like what to expect. I'm like, you expect to come and be loved on, come and be yeah. in community, be open to talk to people, be open yeah. to socialize, be open to, um, yeah, but to you I know mean, seeing your folks. Yeah, and one of the cool things I think about BTEC uh, is that it's black folks from all over. So like, you know. Yeah. You're gonna see different vibes, different energies, folks from West Coast, folks from down south, folks from Mid- you're gonna see difference and yeah. and variety in uh how folks show up in the space. Um and even in like the events and stuff like that. I think it's pretty cool. It shows like a diversity of experiences within the community. 
And I don't feel like, like in other conference, when I go to them, they be feel like people trying to showboat to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feel mm-hmm. like people, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of my own personality or mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I just, when I come to BTAC, even um, like in the early days, it never has felt like, a bunch of showboating. It felt yeah, like yeah. black folks. Oh my god, this is space for us. We about to yeah. have fun and you know hugs around and hey and just speak. Everybody speaking. It didn't. I never felt like people were acting funny. It didn't feel yeah. like it didn't feel clickish. It's like you can come up to anybody and talk. People sitting yeah. in the lobby all night talking and laughing and kicking <laughs> and in yeah. the hospitality room playing spades and I mean um, I don't know about yeah. you, but like one of the biggest things for me with the conference uh the first time i went i mean every time i go it's being faced with other black trans people and mm-hmm. you know in terms of black trans guys and trans masculine people it's like oh i'm around people that look like me my size like you know what i mean it's powerful to be around just black trans people and see us in all of our difference and all of our similarities and all of our beauty and you know and to just have the default different yeah, the default is black trans people for like a week, you know, like yeah. that, that that kind of gives you fuel for the rest of the year, you know. People who just started out a year ago, the people who shit, they 70 and been trans. Yeah, all that range of um, types of people and, you know, where they are in their journey from non-binary people, non-binary trans people to binary trans people, trans yeah. women, trans, you know, older trans People, because one thing about us, we we give space like you will come in the trans women space and you see somebody that may not read as a woman. But because like you always say, because of our governance structure as black people, we know that Miss Jimmy in her day (laughs) in the 60s and the 70s, this was the trans film. Yep. And now yep. that they're older, yep. they may not have done all the stuff that these young girls mm-hmm. are doing with surgery and they couldn't do it because now they're too old to do all of that stuff. And so right. they're not going to go and be with the men. They're going to be with us. And you may right. look at them and be like, why are they here? But no, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be here because this is another generation. We This is an elder in our community and they mm-hmm. are one of the trans fans and that's why mm-hmm. they're here. Mm-hmm. And so, and to, yeah, to your point yeah. too, it's like, you know, and I think that's a good point too around like where it's like gender identity and gender expression are not the same thing. Because mm-hmm. Miss Jimmy is going to be in the space for trans women. Miss Jimmy's yeah. not going to the space for non binary folks. Now, you no. might look at Miss Jimmy and say, oh, you quote unquote look non binary. But, yes. but there's no way to look non binary because non binary is an identity. Right. There's no one way to look like a trans woman. There's no one way to look like a trans man. We talk about identity, but gender expression versus that's a little different. Right. So Miss Jimmy might share a gender expression that you might be, you know, folks might be used to seeing in folks who identify as non-binary, but they identify two different ways. Miss Jimmy gonna be over there with the trans women. Right. You know, because that, yeah, that's, that's where that's their lifestyle aligns mm-hmm. with for most of their life. Mm-hmm. And because they are mm-hmm. older, they might yeah. not can't present how they want to present all the time mm-hmm. um, in, in a certain way. And so and we know that, and we I don't make Miss Jimmy feel you know? no kind of way. We don't make Miss Jimmy feel any kind of situation less where of a woman, right. less of a woman here. Come on, babe. Yep. <laughs> and so um, I think that's the blessing about um, 
you know, us being Black and us knowing what's up and trying to create a space of joy, create a space of love. Look, look, Uncle yeah. Tina might come through and be like, look, <laughs> baby, I'm, but I'm a woman, right? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Right. Because that governance, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, you may not know that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and we let that we let that happen because you come yep. where you want to be, where come where you Ooh. need to come, baby. Yeah, and so yes, um, yes. we love that. We of course, if you are um, coming and you are listening, um, you know what you can expect. Um, lots of black trans people. That lots of black trans people from all over the country, not just uh -huh. in Texas region. Um, uh -huh. To be in a safe space, we have we have worked with this hotel before. We have trained them multiple years, so you're not mm -hmm. going to be misgendered. You're not going to be um, anything like that. You are going to be comfortable. Um, we have worked with them, and it's all good. You're coming to the empower her side of um, of the programming that's led by me, and so hey. what we're, the focus this year is sisterhood. How can we open up the door? to using sisterhood as a means for liberation and means for our self-care and our um, community care. And so um, I'm, we're going to watch my film that I produced last year. Hey. We are going to talk about some of the results of the Insider Project mm -hmm. we did. We also mm -hmm. are going to watch um, some of the conversations, and I'm going to play it on Marsha's plate too, um, but once we get there, um, some of the conversations that me and the 12 women that went to Hawaii on a retreat, conversations that we had about yeah. sisterhood, about Black joy, about Black, um, you know, pride, about, you know, all that kind of love, Black love, all those kind of things. We had some amazing conversations, and I'm going to share some of those conversations there, but also share them here with um, our audience at March's Plate. So expect that. Yes. Then the gala, I always think yeah. this is how I think about the gala. The gala is if you didn't get to go to your prom <laughs> in your affirmed gender, yeah. this is where yeah. you can come and go to you and be fly and be that kind of formally fly that yeah. you wanted to be during that time. That's why I kind of think about the gala because the gala yeah. is a formal dinner um you dress up everybody's going to be dressed up in you know suits and tuxes and gowns and just you know the range like, though so like yeah. don't feel some kind of way if you go in and you don't have a tux it's okay no you can be in like, a I've suit been with the, yeah exactly well, <laughs> yeah. Nice you can be in business casual we ain't or turning you away exactly exactly yeah, just don't you know, feel... try to be, be your cutest and that's all that yeah, matters just be your cutest like we ain't nobody ain't nobody getting turned away um right. But we want you to come in your finest and look beautiful and look dressed up. Um, and so take some good pictures. Yeah, take some good <laughs> pictures and feel good. We are giving out awards. We have a party afterwards where everybody's gonna be dancing and doing a black, you know, all the classic black <laughs> group dances. <laughs> um yeah. and it's just this beautiful space. Um, SB really, really um goes all out to make the space beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. She's the one that's always in control of that. So yes. she, she just wants to make it look beautiful for trans people. And she's so proud of it. And every year it looks better and better and better as we go. Um, this is the first year that we have maxed out. So there's going to be a lot of folks. Wow. Are <laughs> um, you serious? Yeah, this is the first year that we have maxed out on every event. Um, wow. 
And then we got family day. That's going to be Saturday. That is where we all go to a private ranch and we just eat barbecue, mac and cheese, barbecue, ribs, play some spades, um, just all kinds of fun ass shit. And then um, we got Transmetafest. If you do any, that's on Wednesday, if you coming in early. Um, um, if you um, got any kind of talent, it's, sign up mic, for right? it's an open mic. You can um, perform if you want to perform spoken word, any kind of talent that you have that you want to show. Go ahead and come and sign up and yeah, show us what you got. And it's going to be your people <laughs> there to, to support you. And then we got the ball, the Black Diamond Ball. The theme is the Wiz. So make sure you check out the flyer on, come on um, for the ball. Yeah. The ball is going to be the theme. So, you know, Dorothy Toto, Scarecrow, Lion. <laughs> the okay. theme is the Wizard of Oz, the Wiz, not the Wizard of Oz, the Wiz. Right. <laughs> and He's so, Wiz. yeah, in Oz. Um, okay. <laughs> that's what you got. That's what you got to look forward to if you're into the ball. Also, the pageant we have Mr. Oh, yeah. and Mrs. Trans yeah. International, and so, yeah. um, our pageant is that a mix this year, too, or no? Yes, it's a mix this year because it was a mix last year, and oh. so, um, so we will have ever since, um, we opened up the the we didn't get we couldn't get a track because we didn't have anybody to lead it and we wanted a non-binary person to lead it so we didn't have anybody Ooh. lead it this year so um we have a lot of workshops for non-binary people but we didn't have okay. a specific track for non-binary people um okay. but yes ever since um we opened up that um track for the past three years this will be the third year um for the non-binary side we have had a non-binary winner too also in the keynote luncheon we have that's another event that happens where we have three keynotes we used to have just um women and men but now we have a non-binary person doing a keynote as well so there's three speakers that we're going to be able to listen to um we started it last year and well last year we did it and then we're doing it again this year it's going to be jade lenore laduff uh-huh. Um, and Sebastian uh-huh. and um, Renee, Renee, Ta- Renee Taylor. Nice. nice. And so, yeah, the luncheon, every everything is come as you are as far as um, dress. You can dress however you want to dress. Of course, you, you know, we black people, yeah. so we're going to be looking fly. Look fly, do your thing. But the only thing that's really dressed up and formal is the gala, everything else. Now, if you, this is Texas and it's going to be hot. So if you go to the family day, we're going to be outside. Yes, the yeah, inside where we eat short. barbecue and stuff is going to be um, um, air conditioning in there. But um, this is like a picnic kind of deal. So make sure you're in comfortable, loose, light clothes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comfortable shoes, you know, shorts, maybe if you're comfortable with that. But sundress, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you wear that is, you know, comfortable and light because it do get hot in Texas, baby. so i am excited about that that is dope that is what's giving me joy um to look forward to especially during this time in our um legislative um storm that's happening now you heard about missouri uh which part the part that is (laughs) they're trying to ban trans health care period not just for kids they actually are trying to stop trans healthcare for adults, period. Like you cannot do this. If you're assigned this way at birth, no. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Missouri also, aren't they trying to, the state's trying to take over St. Louis? 
St. Louis, the government of St. Louis, or the police department of St. Louis, or something like that, too. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on there, but I know here all, in Houston, all, the government is taking over lead, the public school. Yeah, all roads lead back to black people. The trans shit leads back to black people. The abortion shit leads back to being about black people. Because if they can do this, then they can say, okay, now we can discriminate against black people in public accommodations. Now we can do all this shit with black people again. So all of this is inch by inch by inch by inch by inch by inch by inch. And that's the point of this shit. And um, I want to say this. What sucks. I want to say this because people will hear Jay, LJ saying what he's saying mm. and be like, oh, what is he talking about? What is, oh, why yeah. is he, why is he going that far? Mm. But this is what happens. Like that if they can figure out a framework of how to totally shut trans people down, they're going to try to repeat that same framework to shut the rest of us down. So we'll take over your local governments where black people have control over the local government or over the local schools. That's one strategy. The other strategy is around abortion access and and, and uh, access for um, like birth control eventually, which eventually leads to the hormones access for HRT for trans people and non-trans people alike, right? All roles lead back to this situation around white people, the right wing, and the magical day when white people become 49.9% of the population. I don't want this to slip through people's brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I know we are our trans-led podcast. We are a yeah. trans-led show. And so when we talk about hormones and medic medical stuff, sometimes oh, yeah. people who are yeah, not trans people, they think that that is just trans specific health care. Oh, but no. hormones, baby, are contraceptive. The same thing that give a hormones that we're taking is contraception. <laughs> contraception. Not just contraception, but also if you if you um have yeah, like if you have endometriosis or if you have some other conditions where you might have to take contraception. Well, yes, that's contraception yeah. to like regulate that. But also after menopause, yes. a lot of a lot of assigned female at birth people have to do some kind of hormone replacement therapy. Usually that involves progesterone. And what males too. Oh, males have to do it yeah. as well. So yeah, I know birth when they want so, higher testosterone because it goes yeah. it drops down too. So like, you know, it's not just right. Absolutely. It's not just trans people that are impacted by these restrictions. And that's why it's important to vote while you can. I don't know if y'all noticed. I'm sure you have. We post up when y'all got elections coming up. Uh, I think by the time this episode is out, the election in Delaware is going to be over. But there's an election coming up in Washington State next Tuesday because uh, when this when this will come out Saturday the 29th on Saturday there's an election in Louisiana on a Saturday for a reason because they don't want Negroes to go vote so make sure if you live in Baton Rouge New Orleans Orleans Parish Sabine County make sure you please go vote because it's municipal elections local government elections these are the folks that make rules around what is going on in the schools what's happening with your local government the kind of stuff that we're talking about that comes up where folks are saying we want to ban books or we want to do you know we want to ban trans people like and that critical starts, race theory that starts off on the local level you know before it even gets to your state legislature so please 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 new jersey that next tuesday uh uh washington state 
next Tuesday, please get out to vote. And Negroes in Louisiana, please go vote because they trying to play y'all by having this election on Saturday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On purpose. Like, yeah. they on some of the South will rise again type bullshit. So we got to fight back. Make sure y'all let us know if you're coming to BTAC. I want to know what you're wearing. <laughs> I want to see your outfits. I want to see what you're wearing. I want to see, um, you know, how you pushing through. Show me some outfits. Show me with some shoes. Show oh. me something. No, 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 I was going to say, if you've been to the conference and haven't been in a while, you should, I hope you are going or go next year because the conference has continued to evolve and to grow and to only get better. Um, and it's been really cool to see the growth of the conference from about 10 years ago to now with the Empower Him, Empower Her, Empower Them, and just like all the different and new spaces that yeah. have been um, created, the evolution. Yeah, absolutely. We try to get better. We listen. We take feedback. We try to get better, do what I think. And so, yes, if you are coming, hashtag Marcha's Plate, let us know how you're coming, what you're dressing, where you're coming mm -hmm. from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hashtag mm -hmm. Marcia's Plate. Hey. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Oh. Now, listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic <laughs> for me in this could be just the beginning for you Trans 101. Yeah. Yeah. Trans 101. Trans 101. Yeah. Trans 101. 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 Usually they mean that it's kind of flat. It doesn't mean that it's in very much detail. Like when we think of a comic strip, a comic strip is going to be something that is flat. It's just, it doesn't have much detail. But as you get more detail and more dimensions, like you get to 3D and you get to multi-dimensional things, that means you go more in depth. You get a better visualization or a better depiction of whatever it is you're trying to look at or you're trying to examine. It is multi-dimensional. Something that's two-dimensional is really, really flat and small. Very simplified. No details. You can't look around it because it's just flat. It doesn't have a back front side to side. It doesn't have details. It doesn't have all these kind of nuances in it because it's just two dimensional. And so most things that are binary, they're just flat, hot, cold, black, white, tall, short. There's no kind of nuance. <laughs> There's no kind of in-betweens or arounds or somewhere else. There's no kind of things that kind of give you a different depiction of somebody's height. If I say, oh, he's tall. Are we talking about NBA tall? Are we talking about, you know, just, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, Are we talking about 5'10"? Because if you 5'2", 5'10 could be tall. But I'm 5'11", and that ain't tall to me. Are we talking about tall and lanky? 
are we talking about tall and thick? So when we're talking about tall, we're going to need a little bit more detail about what tall we talking about. So when we are talking about gender, the gender binary is the classification of gender between two distinct opposite forms of masculine and feminine, whether that be social systems, cultural beliefs, or both simultaneously. Most cultures use a gender binary of two genders, man and woman, but not every culture. I want it to be very clear that that is not the case for every culture. Some cultures have multiple genders. The actual biological sex of a person is also on a binary between male and female. Conflating man and woman with male and female be having y'all in a chokehold. But that's a whole other trans 101 and we don't have time for that today. Let's focus on the binary. So the gender binary is a social construct that divides human into man and woman. This binary is deeply ingrained in most cultures and societies around the world it is often considered a natural an inevitable aspect of human existence. According to the gender binary, men and women are expected to have certain physical characteristics, personalities, behaviors, and social roles that are deemed appropriate for their prospective genders. For example, men are typically expected to be assertive, competitive, strong, while women are expected to be nurturing, emotional, submissive. The gender binary can be highly restrictive and limiting to individuals who do not fit neatly in either category, such as intersex people, transgender people, gender nonconforming people, and cis people. Yes, you too, motherfucker. Because think about the times in your life that you felt shame. Think about the times in your life where you felt like you were inadequate or you didn't live up to something. I bet you nine times out of 10, that was rooted in the gender binary. How your body looks, how your body smells, how your body is shaped, how your body just is. If it does not fit a particular look for a man, if you're identifying as a man or a particular look, if you're a woman, if you identify with a woman, more than likely there may be some shame around your body. What about your voice? If your voice is too high, is your voice too low for what the standards of being a man is or standards of being a woman is? Oh, your hair. What about, how do you feel hair is supposed to look? as a woman. How do you feel hair is supposed to look as a man? If you do not live up to that, if your hair doesn't grow long and flowy and blah, 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 you could feel shame about that because you don't grow long flowy hair. Are your feet too small? Are your feet too big? What about your nose? What about your lips? What is feminine? What is masculine? What is the perfect masculine build? What is the perfect feminine build? Do you have enough hips? Are your shoulders too big? Even something as natural as menstruating. One of the reasons why people are so shamed about menstruating is because there's a social taboo because gender stereotypes stigmatize menstruation as something as dirty. And that could be rooted all the way back to religion. It could be rooted to just so many patriarchal dumb shit that have been passed down generation after generation in history. But all of this shit is rooted in the stereotypes about gender. 
which means that if the binary was not as restrictive, there will be a lot of less shame that we are experiencing throughout our life. There will be a lot of less people feeling inadequate in living up to the gender binary. There will be a lot of less harm because a lot of harm that is inflicted on some of us is because people feel inadequate about the way they express their gender. Jealousy, possessiveness, envy, all that kind of stuff is usually rooted in the binary. Mm. Let me make a joke about Jada Pickett Smith's hair being bald because that'd be a funny joke because her being bald is the opposite of what women are supposed to look like because women are supposed to have long flory hair. So let me make a joke about her and call her G.I. Jane. That joke is rooted in the gender binary. Let me sit here and take these jokes about my hair because it's more ladylike for me to sit here and classy in this in this in this Oscar space for me to take these jokes and not really say nothing because you know that's just this is just the name of the game. Feeling like you have to be demure, classy, and soft and taking people making jokes about you is also rooted in the binary because a lot of our social decorum is rooted in these binary stereotypes. It's unladylike to fight back or to say something back. Let me get up on this stage and smack the shit out of this motherfucker for making a joke about my wife because I'm the husband. I'm the man. I'm supposed to protect my wife. These are the rules and the behavior rooted in the gender binary. Despite its widespread acceptance, the gender binary is not a universal or natural phenomenon. Many societies throughout history has recognized and celebrated gender diversity and nonconformity. And many contemporary cultures around the world have alternative gender systems that recognize more than two genders. Additionally, scientific research has shown that gender is not simply a matter of biological sex, but it is shaped by a complex interplay of genetics, hormones, social and cultural factors. As such, it is important to recognize and respect the diversity of gender identities and expressions and to challenge the rigid and narrow confines of the gender binary. Because dismantling the gender binary is a crucial step towards creating a more equitable and inclusive society. Motherfuckers didn't pull out non-binary and gender queer and all these other things out of their ass. They are just trying to find language and find labels that fit them better, that fit the nuance that they bring to the gender table. Remember when we had to create a word for the specific type of racist violence that black women experience and hate? Massage noir, we needed that because we needed a word that encompasses that. Because regular old misogyny just did not hit the spot. It didn't hit the back of your neck like that yummy, delicious, tart and sweet lemonade hit you. <laughs> it didn't hit that spot. You, need, you needed something else. So we created a word for that. Dismantling or loosening up the rigid rules around the gender binary will also reduce discrimination and prejudice because it is used to reinforce harmful stereotypes and discriminatory practices. Think about the Crown Act. Think about high school wrestlers having to cut their hair in the middle of a match. Think about 
little girls, black girls in particular, being disproportionately kicked out of school for dress code policy. All of this shit is rooted in the gender binary. So this is just not a trans non-binary issue. This ain't just about us. This is about you too, motherfucker. But let's get specific about trans people and gender non-conforming people. Studies have shown that gender non-conforming individuals have a high risk of depression, anxiety, suicide. So by dismantling the gender binary and having inclusive environments, we can reduce the stigma and the isolation that often accompanies non-conforming gender identities. The gender binary intersects with so many social categories, such as race, class, sexuality, so many complex systems of oppression. If we dismantle the gender binary or loosen its restrictiveness, it can lead to more effective social justice advocacy and more nuanced understanding of the experience of the marginalized individual. Not to mention, it's just greater freedom and self-expression. Who wants to be limited by their gender? Who wants to be limited by these rules that society made up for you. Nobody wants to be limited by that. We should be creating more space for all individuals to express themselves and live authentically however they want. This includes challenging traditional gender roles and expectations that can limit individual choices and opportunities. This freedom will ultimately lead to greater personal fulfillment and happiness for everybody. Everybody. But right now, everybody is not free. You can be okay with how your gender is expressed and how it aligns with the binary. It is okay for you to align with the binary if that if it's working per perfect for you, great. But there are some people who are not free from those restrictions, who are being treated shitty in our world because of those restrictions. So how are you helping that? So I hope that gives you more insight on what the gender binary is and how it affects your life, my life, and everybody else's life and how it's important for us to help loosen up those restrictions or dismantle it altogether. And this has been Trans 101. Woo, child. I need an honorary doctrine from somebody HBCU for this shit. <laughs> Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. All righty. So I wanted to talk about... <laughs>
this is an old video, but uh -huh. somebody brought it to me and I want to play it for you. And uh -huh. um, I wanted to have a conversation about it because I know you're genderqueer. And yeah, so I'm a, gender, I'm a genderqueer trans mom, y'all. Yes. And so one of our listeners hit me up and said, hey, can you discuss this on Marsha's plate? Um, I side more with Blair. I don't agree on all her views, but she makes a good point here. Stop including yourself in the T area when non-binary is something far different from trans. So he sent me this clip and it's an old clip. It's from, it's when Vice had a bunch of trans people on there. And I wanted to bring this up again because I keep seeing this come up and I don't think people are learning. Um, and I don't think people are going to learn. I think this is a, um, this is one of those identity politics, politics things that some people just may never align with. And you just kind of go, got to roll with it. So, but let me let you listen in so you can understand it too. Okay. So I identify as non-binary and trans at the same time as a trans person. I, I think there is such division in the LGBTQ or queer and trans, whatever you call it, community between gay and trans, trans and cis. Non-binary for me means that I don't identify as a man or a woman. Um, I'm neither, I'm both, I'm beyond. Um, and that has nothing to do with my body. My body does not inform my gender. I would love to see some firm policy proposals that include non-binary people. We haven't even talked about that yet. I believe non-binary is under the trans umbrella. I completely reject how non-binary people specifically have injected themselves into the trans label because at the end of the day, I'm sure you're an amazing person. You and I have wildly different experiences. I am a transsexual. There's a medical basis for that. There's a scientific basis for that. And for non-binary, it's really not the case. I think that non-binary is more of a political term than anything else. I don't like how in the beginning you said that non-binary, you consider that to also be trans and that that falls under trans. It's because under I, think, I think that to say, you know, that the word non-binary is, is potentially a, a creation of the left to cause division, um, I, I couldn't, I can't necessarily... It is. I, it's I, a political term. It was born out of gender studies classes. It wasn't born out of transsexual people saying, well, maybe this word works as well. And that's, that is my point, is that um, I think you're the one that said that I was erasing um, you as trans. Like, you're not trans. Like, there's a medical definition of being a transsexual. And but how is it different when a cis woman tells you that you're not a woman or for you to then tell Jamie that they're not trans? It's, it's clearly an invention of the left in general. I often see non-binary people in the media and on YouTube and on social media, they take over trans conversations, deciding what is right for trans people and transsexuals. And I hate it because oftentimes it's not in alignment with most trans people I've actually met in my life. If it comes down to conversations about trans people, I just wish actual transsexuals were having them. And oftentimes it's activists who are non-binary. What, what truly is your problem with me because I'm fighting for you. I don't have a problem with you personally. I don't know anything about your life personally. Um, I would say, well, you said then about breaking down the binary, but you're kind of just automatically assuming that that is in the best interest of trans people and that that's what trans people want. I personally have never met 
a transsexual or trans woman who thinks that that is the way to go in terms of getting acceptance from, I think of a lot of the reasons why conservatives and people who are not in the LGBT community have a hard time understanding trans people, it often goes down to these talking points that were invented by non-binary people and people who are not trans who their lived experience could not be any more different than mine. And so in terms of them taking over the conversation, oftentimes, yes, non-binary people often because they tend to be the loudest politically. Non-binary feelings have existed forever. Agreed. We now have There's nothing new about, about what you're doing. You've just made it political. So, so do you feel erased because of the term non-binary? No one can erase me. Like, I'm, I'm here. You know what I mean? But, but at the end of the day, there's a very fine line between someone who's a transsexual going through the hardships that specifically transsexuals face. It is such a different life than someone who... You don't know maybe, my life. I, don't I'm know not my saying, experience with you gender don't know, dysphoria. We don't know each other's life. I'm not saying that. But, what I'm, but a lot of non-binary people do not. You can say you do, and that's fine. I completely believe you. But a lot of them do not. A lot of, peop- a lot of non-binary people are the people who argue that you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans. And to me, that makes absolutely no sense. Because if you don't have that misalignment in your brain and misalignment in your body and with and who you are, then trans really means nothing. You also made a point that you said that you don't understand how non-binary people are making decisions on behalf of transgender people. I think that number one, you did kind of erase Jamie's um, when, when they said that they are non-binary and trans. So let's start there. And I think that also we, we can we can say that about the whole Republican Party, where we have majority white cisgender men making decisions on behalf of everyone. Um, If I could ask a question to Blair, I also experienced dysphoria, and I think the root of dysphoria um, and these feelings of transness is because there is a binary, because there is a limiting construct, social construct, that tells people they can be one thing or the other, they can be feminine or masculine. And I think as a non-binary person, non-binary people are actually in the front lines of deconstructing that binary and breaking down those systems of limitation and restriction that I think will allow all of us to be freer. So I'm just curious, like... You know why a large reason why a lot of people do not understand trans people is because of non-binary and because of all these other identities that we've all talked about are constantly tacked onto the acronym that has always worked. Well, okay, confuses okay. it. Confu- I don't say like get rid of femininity, get rid of masculinity, get rid of, rid of women, get rid of men. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm saying open up the options, let people be and live and exist as their full authentic no, selves yeah, outside not, of I, these limits. Yes, I think this argument is absurd this idea of you're creating more problems, you're creating more division, you're creating more confusion, because that same argument has been used by gays and lesbians against trans people. Saying it sounds like another argument isn't an argument. It doesn't mean it's invalid. Saying no, but it it's like the exact same else. logic of saying, we're no, trying to conform, so. we're trying to be part of the state, you are making this too complicated. I'm not here to limit anyone's options or say that you can't call yourself what you want. Well, I, mean, I have me I have, earlier I'm, that I'm, I'm not let me trans. Roll it back. I have an issue with people that are not trans saying they're trans when they're not. That's what I have an issue with. By your definition but, of trans. Okay. Because I, I don't have an issue with the non-binary label besides, okay, there's not really a ton of science behind it, that's fine. Again, dilutes the message, it demedicalizes it, which I think is very, very bad for trans people. I think non-binary we, people need medical intervention as well. We need healthcare, we need and non-binary. That's fine, but that's fine, and that's why I would say that I would hope that you guys would, you know, if you're going to advocate for that, do it on behalf of yourselves and not try to squeeze into the T label, a label that historically we are still trying to get people to just understand and be halfway okay with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help when 97 genders are squeezed into the T label because well, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, being trans is about, I was born as a boy, born as a girl, and I identify as the other. Um, people accusing me of believing in 97 genders and, and all the, those sort of things that are touted by non-binary people, 
just because I'm trans, that's a good example of how people don't know what trans is then, because trans people are transitioning from one to the other. I mean, this is a conversation about language too, because yeah. you're saying most trans people understand transness as M to F, F to M as a binary. To create inclusivity, you are erasing me and you're leaving me behind. I don't believe in a politic that leaves people behind. I say we start from the back, see who is the most marginalized, see what they need, and get their needs first, and then everyone moves forward. A conservative white woman, mm-hmm. white trans woman, mm-hmm. and the thing, there's a couple of things that I find very disturbing about this conversation. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, before I tell you mine, I want to know what you think about the conversation thus far. There's a lot going on in this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I think um, one, now granted she kept saying transsexual, but it also sounded like she was trying to interchange transsexual and transgender which is weird to me because transgender is an umbrella term for anyone that is outside that was, is, you know, your gender identity or your expression doesn't correspond with what you were assigned at, at birth. That person could be a, a transsexual person, a FTM, NTF, non-binary, genderqueer, genderfuck, uh, agender, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all kinds of shit, right? Um, we don't use the term, you know, uh, you know, Back in the day, they would say cross-dresser, and all, you know, it's broad. Transvestite. Right, or, right yeah, we don't use that Right, right. But that's the whole point of the transgender being an umbrella term, or trans with an asterisk at one point, folks mm-hmm. had to signify that it is an umbrella term. Right. And not just transsexual, somebody who was saying, I was assigned male at birth and I identify as a woman, or I was assigned female at birth and I identify as a man, or quote unquote, within the cisgender version of binary or whatever the fuck people keep trying to say. Cause I think, I think that's weird too, because the definition of being trans is not binary, but you know, it's outside of the, you know, you're outside of the binary. Like you can't get around that no matter how many hormones you take and how many surgeries you have, you're outside yes. of the binary. <laughs> like you still got to yes. deal with it. Um, and so regardless, if you look a certain way, that does not mean that you stop having to deal with the fact that you're trans and it does not impact your life on a regular basis regardless if you look like you're in the binary or not um but uh that's my first initial thing it's just like whoa 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 wait a minute (laughs) we're using words any kind of way yeah (laughs) like any kind of way she definitely was conflating transsexual with transgender i think transsexual is a very specific word that um has medical connotation Yep, and that's totally what, understand yeah. I, as somebody who identifies as a transsexual, I totally understand what she is talking about in the sense of, yes, I don't think non-binary people are transsexuals. No, right. I don't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Duh. Right. But I don't think right. Jamie yeah, yeah. in this video is saying that she is a transsexual. Trans- She's saying exactly. I'm trans. And right. when you conflate trans, transgender with transsexual, that's where you're going to be confused. But there was a couple of points that just didn't make sense to me. They felt hypocritical. They felt just strange Mm. to hear coming out of a trans woman's mouth in the sense of if this was a normal trans woman. But this is a white conservative conservative trans trans woman. She also like, I'm normal. I want to be just, I'm weird. Yeah. 
that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, they're going to naturally be on their white feminism, non-inclusive vibe. That's just how, that's how white feminism worked. Like, it wasn't inclusive. It wasn't intersectional. It wasn't, it wasn't encompassing a, a deeper level of thought. It was just about them. <laughs> it was that is how white feminism works it is just about them they don't care about the nuances they don't care about the intersection that is literally what when we talk about the women's movement from the first wave feminism second third and what we're in now the fourth it has always been white women not understanding the intersection it has always been that so me being surprised by a conservative white trans woman not understanding the intersection, I'm not surprised at that. <laughs> I'm not surprised mm -hmm. at that at all. Is mm -hmm. it hypocritical? Yes. As Raquel pointed out, Raquel Willis was one of the, the people in the conversation as well. And Raquel said, what's the difference between you and cis women when they try to say that trans women are not women? You're doing the same thing to Jamie by saying she's not trans. Mm -hmm. It's the same exact thing. Right, so, that erasure, yeah. Even in the hyperbole of it, like when, when Blair says, oh, we our experience could be, um, couldn't be anywhere near the same, or our experiences right. couldn't bullshit. be. Right. Yeah. You're acting like there's, look, I know because I am in community with my people, I know the nuance that is the little differences between me and a non-binary femme person. Ooh, assigned male at birth. Ooh. Let's say I'm assigned male at birth, trans woman, transsexual, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this right. is a assigned male at birth, non-binary person. Right. Femme, trans femme. Uh, when you look at us both, it's going to be a lot of overlap. It's going to be right. a lot of similarities. Right. It's right. going to be a lot. Is there going to yeah. be some differences? Absolutely. Because in my community, I know the nuance of how it works. Somebody on right. the outside who's not trying to acknowledge right. the differences may not see right. the difference. But me as somebody who is educated in this, who is in community with these people, I know the difference between me and that person. Yeah. Yeah. And... So hers acting like there is some drastic difference mm -hmm. is disingenuous in the same yeah. way that I talk about cis women and trans women. Yes, mm -hmm. you can have a period. Yes, you can make babies. That is a great difference. But when we talk about socially baby, we talk about womanhood. Uh, when we talk about womanhood, womanhood. Yes. When we talk Not about just... your femaleness, yes, there's a difference. Right. But when we're talking about womanhood and navigating being a woman in this world, there's not a lot of difference. There's not some big difference between me and another and a cis woman. When we go out in the world and deal with these raggedy ass niggas, when we when we <laughs> out here uh, dealing with misogyny or misogynoir, if it's a black cis woman. We out here dealing with the same shit. It is not much different. So, so acting like that it is some like, oh my God, some chasm right. that is like, oh, you are negative and you are positive and you are right. you right. all the way on one and I'm all the way on 10. Bitch, you is on 10 and I'm on nine. We is not that different. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. We is right. there is not right. much difference right. between us. Right. Yes, right. when we when we're in spaces with each other and we need to know the difference, absolutely. Yes, yeah. we need to know yeah. the difference. 
Yeah. But and we can we can talk about those nuances. But you sitting here in on this panel acting like there is some huge ass difference between you and this non-binary, both of y'all assigned male at birth. Right. You, went, you just feminine it up more than this yeah. non-binary person. Right. It reminds yeah. me of when gay men, when masculine gay men try to say that femme gay men, oh, they're not real men because they run around acting like faggots. Right. Which is As wild. if they both are not putting the same dicks in the same man butts. <laughs> As if they both not putting dicks in their mouth. Right. Which is what makes you gay. You are attracted to, sexually attracted to another man. Y'all both men. Y'all both gay men. Y'all both yeah. doing the same sexual acts. Yeah. There is no difference. But the film gay men will say, rightfully so, no, sweetie, we all men, you just adhere to cis heteronormativity image. You, right. you, you put off this image of the regular, regular man. I don't. I put off an image of a film man. Right. And so you just butchered up. It's the same concept. And the same problem that they dealing with with that shit is fucking stupid. Even though they have it in their in their community, it's fucking stupid. And so when Blair says, oh, we're totally different. No, bitch, we're not. We right. just we're dealing with the same gender shit that they're doing it. Your presentation is just more film and you did the medical route more than they did. But we're right. still going from being assigned male at birth and going to something else. That transition to something else is what we have in common. And that's huge. That's right. not some little thing. Yeah. Right. You just yeah. went as far to get the medical stuff done. You just went so far to try to blend in with cis women. Mm -hmm. So it's not much different. A lot of cis gay dudes get in their chest about that, particularly if they're of a more masculine variety mm -hmm. will get in NHS and it's like, girl, like that's, what did you think made you the gay? Why do you think people were like, you're gay? It's because of your gender expression, homie. Like, that's the sign that they're looking at. They're not looking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, calm, like we all got one, calm down. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You're trying to make it seem like it's where this big difference, but that does nothing but make us separate and be divisive. What I have always thought, what I didn't, and it didn't take me a long time to figure this out. I just, I don't understand why it's so hard for some trans women to figure this out and mm. trans men. What non-binary people do does not affect or erase me as right. a binary person. Right. The people who are out here harming me are cisgender people. They're the ones that are doing legislation. Right. They're the one that is out here trying to stop me from getting all the things that I need in my health care. It is not non-binary right. people. So you right. sitting here acting like they're harming and they're taking up space. Get out of here. It, it, it literally mirrors cisgender women when they talk shit about us taking up space. Mm -hmm. No, you are erasing trans men out of the reproductive justice conversation. No, you can still be a woman. You can still have women. You can still do all of that stuff. Trans women being included in women does not erase you. It does not at all. Absolutely, absolutely. So get out of here. So mm -hmm. period.
all non-binary people are doing is making shit more free for us to be able to be free and not be judged even when we don't when we fall short of cis heteronormativity if a loc if a loc ass can be out here in a dress untucked with their beard a beard out <laughs> a loc mignon if they can be out here totally shattering this not this binary shit dresses sparkles hair however they want to do it beard hair hairy chest hairy arm however they want to do it if they're okay in the world if we have a world where they can be safe and okay to do that me if i come out the house with just a little bit of stubble because my laser didn't get my laser lady didn't get that little spot mm-hmm. they ain't tripping about my little hair so it their, their existence made me more free Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Their existence mm-hmm. and being okay and doing the work, it allows my binary ass to be more free when I fall short of perfection mm-hmm. in my womanhood, perfection mm-hmm. in somebody's manhood. You get what I'm saying? It gives us more room to be more free in how we are ex- expressing ourselves that doesn't adhere to these strict rules of what a woman should look like and what a man should look like. That is what they're doing that helps us as as binary people. They are helping mm-hmm. us free us from those shackles of what it looks like to be a man or what it looks like to be a woman. Right. right. In expression. I, I think, too, like what I also was hearing was. Oh, well, y'all in, in the y'all take up too much space bullshit. It's like, ma'am. There should be like having more space that centers non-binary folks within the trans community is not the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not the problem. Not now, at all. Should there, should there be more information for trans people in general around what it means to socially transition, medically transition, the legal aspects of transitioning, the surgical aspects of transitioning? Absolutely. I do think that in the like i do think we did did have like a love is love moment kind of like with gay marriage where it was like love is love and it's like oh that don't economically trickle down unless you got money and assets that you're trying to protect because poor people if you get married you lose food stamps right like i think you know we had a moment around talking about trans folks and non-binary folks within the trans community that was centered around social the social aspect of transitioning which is not in my opinion healthy helpful for trans people whether those trans people are non-binary whether those trans people are trans women or trans men genderqueer what have you because there's information we need to know to take care of ourselves i think um in a rush for this is not anybody's fault who's non-binary i'm talking about the people that fund shit in a rush to say they support trans people they didn't focus on that a lot of that money on like our health our shit it was a lot of focus on educating non-trans people about how to be allies. And I think there there should be more money, but that ain't nobody who's non-binary's fucking fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's holding these people more accountable who have money because it helps all trans people, non-binary trans people, trans people in the binary and everybody in the fucking between the edges and then some, if we have more information or are more educated about our options around our healthcare, or hormones or reproductive health or have more information about what it means to surgically transition or the aspects of legal pieces because they're not all the same thing and it is dangerous and this is nobody's fucking fault this is the people who just want to say i co-sign on trans shit's fault without giving us more shit that we deserve to just shake up shit and be like it's all social love trans people 
because we can't eat that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You have some issues with your health care. And all trans people have to deal with those things. Yes. In, you know, like maybe I want to say early 2000s, there was this moment where it just was about social, social shit to me. It felt like it was, but this is coming out. I want to say that because this is coming out of a time where it was just focused on medical. The rule was you, how you transition is you get on hormones, you get your surgeries, Blah, 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 blah. There was no nuance in that. There was no room in doing something different because if you did something, if you said, I don't want this surgery, I don't want this surgery, then the doctors would think, oh, you not really trans then. Then you need to go back to being a man because if well, you were I really mean, a trans, you would want to do all of this stuff. Let's be clear too. Like the standards of care changed in like 2011. So for most folks, if you transition, started transitioning medically before 2011, before anybody lived somewhere where, I don't know, Medicaid will cover trans shit or where states started having informed consent, like these things have only been around since about 2011, 2012. So prior to that, your options were very limited because there weren't really any insurance companies covering shit. It was a very, and the standards of care were very different and you were lucky if you came across a therapist or someone who could get you access to the things you needed for your surgery or for access to hormones, who knew it was bullshit for you to have to wait a year and live in real life and all this other bullshit and all the loops that they would put people through. So I just want to add on to that. Like literally- Even as an adult. Right, so like, until 2011, for folks <laughs> to get pissed off about people being in the binary so quickly, because some of that might be more perception than reality in order for older generations to get access to their shit. You literally have to be like, I'm a heterosexual, transsexual, <laughs> to get access to your shit. And I think for some of the older folks and myself included to a certain degree, it kind of came out of an era where like, this is shit for the state. Like my idea is for the state. And I just need this ID to say male because it's gonna make it easier. Now, but there's way more nuances to my identity than that. Now, and a lot of that would fit under what we now call non-binary. Right. But I'm saying, but for, for that era, right, there was emphasis put on the state and like other powers that be and how they quote unquote validate right. our identity, right? You didn't need, cause right. we didn't have access to it. So it was just like, I am who the fuck I am. I just need to, make it easier to move around. What we are seeing is the world get more free on mm -hmm. this or in our community. Back in the day, because Absolutely. it wasn't a lot of us being visible and talking about their experience, some of these conversations would be happening at the kitchen table. Some of these in at your homegirl house or your other trans homegirl Me house. Message board, message board. Message board. Message board. <laughs> and a lot of times there would be moments where people would be thinking something different, but because this is the way they get what they, what, what LJ is talking about, but this is the way to get to at least close to where you want to be in being safe, in being treated a monicum of normal. Sometimes you disagree with shit. That was quote unquote the trans way. Sometimes mm -hmm. I remember it got to a point where I didn't want to get a pussy, but that was the trans way. You're not, are you really a trans woman? If you if you don't go that far. And so mm -hmm. I had to say, you know what? I, my womanhood is mine. 
Right. And I right. get to do what the fuck I want with my body. Yeah. And I'm still a fucking woman. Get the fuck out of here. You're not about yep. to erase my whole fucking life just because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because, and mm-hmm. for me, it was a Absolutely. it was a technology thing. The technology is not where it's supposed to be to me. And I'm not just creating a hole in my body just to have a fucking hole. I'm sorry. It's not what it it, it ain't giving what it's supposed to give to me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. worked for somebody else. I'm not, Mm -hmm. it's not working that way for me. And so Mm. I'm not letting some fucking motherfucker tell me I'm not a woman and and how I navigate the world just because I'm not doing trans like you doing trans. Exactly. Fuck out of here. You can suck my dick. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Because I'm not doing trans like you doing trans. Because I'm not doing trans like you doing trans. That's what Blair had a problem with, clearly. Because you doing trans, I do trans differently. So there's then you. you. And it's like, right. no. <laughs> but the bottom line is, I was assigned this way at birth, and I'm not living the way that the world says I'm supposed to live. And that's the definition. On a physical level, <laughs> on a social level, on a medical level. Yes, I done did some medical shit. Absolutely. That I wanted to do that I was comfortable with. And so my trans is this way. Somebody yeah. else trans could go even further. Somebody else yeah. trans could do something totally different. But what the, the what we all have in common is that we were assigned a way at birth that we didn't have any control over. Right. That didn't fit, that didn't right. work, that didn't feel comfortable. And so yep. we said, I need to make some decisions that's going against the grain of all structures in this fucking society. Yeah. And making some decisions to live my way and express my way in in however it may be. We all did that. Sometimes it includes medical stuff. Sometimes it includes hormones. Sometimes it does not. And mm-hmm. so right sometimes now, it includes era, legal. legal. Sometimes like it includes legal. Sometimes right. it doesn't. Yes. But right now, what we are seeing is people who are sharing their experiences. People mm-hmm. who who you she brought up YouTube. YouTube is a place where anybody can put their opinion out. So you right. you operating from a place of scarcity. Oh, you're taking up too much space. Get out of here. It is not a lack of space. It is tons of people. First of all, we don't have enough numbers for to take up a lot of space. Even Mm -hmm. if we include um, non-binary people in our numbers, we still low in numbers. Right. So we ain't taking up too much space. Right. Also, like I said, if you're upset, okay, there's an emphasis on the social piece around folks who are non-binary, particularly young people. If you are upset about that, then get mad at these people that run these fucking uh, companies and get on their ass about producing more shit for trans people. Like, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want some more shit, then go complain to them. But don't complain to folks who are non-binary within the community. Like, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. And like I said earlier, like, I do believe that there needs to be more, I've always said this, forever, for over 10 years. Like, there does need, that. I think there needs to, there's often, in my experience doing LGBT around the LGBT work in the community, there's all there's usually more information for people who are not in our community to educate them about allyship than there actually is information for us. I do. I stand on that and think there there, there always is going to be room and fuck Blair's bullshit, but there's always going to be room for more information that's for people in the community to inform us about ourselves, our health, 
our wellness because like allyship is cool, but also like we need to know how to navigate these systems better. There's always gonna be room for us to know more about what it means to be on hormones. What does it mean if I have surgery? What are my options for legal shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I my birth certificate is in this state versus that state? Like, there's that information needs to be more accessible. But that ain't got shit with shitting on folks in our community who are non-binary who also need access to this information. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? You mad at the wrong people. Absolutely. <laughs> You're mad at the wrong people. You're mad at and, the wrong people. And let's talk you about know? these fucking arbitrary lines. Everybody want to fucking create for motherfuckers gender. And it's not just trans people. I, cis people do this. It take trans people out of it. When uh -huh. we, do you know how many women, cis women, are out here with fibroids or some kind of situation oh, sure. that stopped them from having babies and other fucking women is making them feel like less of a woman because they can't have families, because they can't have babies? Mm -hmm. And how, mm -hmm. what, what that does to their self-esteem? Right. Look at men talking to telling other men if they not out here chasing women and dogging women out and having women back to back to back to back they're not a real oh, man, man or they a beta this is oh, all the bullshit these weird. bullshit arbitrary lines of us policing other listen, motherfuckers listen, gender. Listen, gender hold on i'm glad you brought that up diamond because it's like keep your eye out for these arbitrary things that might touch on some truth and use that to rile folks up and divide and conquer when we dealing with some real shit. Like we don't need to be divided between non-binary trans people and binary trans people. That's some fuck shit. We really dealing with some real shit. So instead of focusing on that bullshit, which is some bullshit, okay, you wanna say we divided, then let's be in a coalition about the shit we on the same page about because that shit is way more important than the shit that you might be divided about, Blair, okay? And so like, you know, just be cognizant of that. Black women versus black men, black trans men versus black trans men, all that shit, all that versus shit, there's a reason for that. Adults, assigned, you know, American descendants to slaves. Motherfucker, we just got dropped off in different parts of the Americas. What are you talking about? Against what? Africans. Like we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have no control over that shit. Keep your eyes on the prize. Like, and, and, and in the line, in the, in the vein of keeping your eyes on the prize, you are not winning any prize by positioning yourself against a non-binary people. You are right. not breaking down any legislature. In a same, not, let's go. Oh, let's oh, go back to or, or position yourself or position yourself as "quote unquote" binary people because depending on where you live, depending on the kind of environment you're in, you know, you get, the closer you are to a college campus, the more you might have that dynamic. It really, really depends on like, yes. where, you where you're at. yourself against non-binary. I mean, no, against no, no. binary yes. or right, non-binary. Right. It don't matter. We it doesn't. It does. You're not winning any prizes. And just right. the analogy with cisgender women against cisgender women who can't like um, who can't have children. Regardless, you position yourself against this woman because she can't have children, or positioning yourself to be a better type of woman because you can't have children. They still the people who are fucking y'all over. I still just reverse role. <laughs> the people who are trying to do something to harm you and take away your rights is not that woman. It's not these women that you're battling with these arbitrary lines. 
Yeah. The legislation that is happening to take our rights as trans, our, our medical care as trans people away, non-binary people are not writing these legislation bills to be against and them. Not, and not, and not by, and many non-binary people are impacted by this as well, because many right. non-binary people also use HRT, right? Because, also use hormones. Because of the similarities of our experiences. <laughs> Right, exactly. Not the big old exactly. difference. The big old difference that you exactly. claim is a big difference. No, we are impacted by this all together. And yep. so, if you, <laughs> if you are a trans person positioning yourself against non-binary people, you are fighting the wrong battle. And you are you're fighting silly. other trans people. Why would you fight other trans people? What's the point? What do you get out of that? Oh, you're not really trans. What do you get out of? out of that arbitrary ass line that don't make sense. Right. What do you get whether, out of that? Yeah, whether it's you not really trans or binary trans people are taking up all the space or binary trans people have it easy. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out, cut it how out, does it, it out. How does it serve you? How does it free us? That's the question, how does it free us? Not saying there are conversations we need to have, but is it being centered in how does it free us as a people? And don't give me the fake the fake bullshit of, it confuses people. It confuses um, the, the, they want to be confused. You confuse them, bitch. You confuse them too. You trying to get your penis cut off to be a girl confuses them. You getting titties on your chest to be a girl confuses them. Why are you acting like these non-binary people started the seed of confusion in conservatives? They're gonna be <laughs> they're gonna be fucking confused because they don't fucking think you should exist. Exactly. It don't they matter don't how care. far passable you are. Just the fact that right. you are passable confused them. Oh my god, you're supposed to look like a man. I well, can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I mean she's she's a Republican conservative. Stupid. So, they're going you know. to be confused because they don't agree. And some of them ain't confused. It's like, we don't think you should exist because we don't agree with the bullshit that you're saying. You I were mean, born a boy, so you should be a boy. You is never, never, ever, ever going to have an adequate explanation to a motherfucker who don't want to understand you. You can't give enough disclaimers to a motherfucker that is already going to be offended. And you can never extend enough sweetness, kindness, all that kind of stuff to a motherfucker who already is determined not to like your ass. All you can do is be yourself, love yourself, and do what's right by you and hope that you run across motherfuckers that appreciate it. That's all you can do. The whole premise of this show is to teach people who want to learn. The whole premise of this show is to share our perspective so that somebody who might want to learn, who might want to go to the next level in thinking about transness or a deeper level in thinking about transness, who might be open to the possibility that trans people got something to say about their own life. The whole premise of this show is for those people. It is not for people who, who are just not going to listen or who be who is not going to be moved anyway. It's not for them. And y'all trying to kiss those people's ass don't move us forward. You're talking to a brick wall. They're confused because they want to be confused. Anybody that's aligned with the son of a clans man, it's like, I'm good, homie. Like, I, like I can't really trust too much that's gonna come out your fucking mouth.
when you're yeah, aligned that's with true. the son of a Klansman, <laughs> the former fucking president of the United, like his daddy. When you're literally aligned with the people who are no. writing legislation against your life, mm. you are but dumb. Look, aligning with whiteness and white supremacy, that actually makes sense. I, honestly, she whites, so why not? It's mm -hmm. the people who don't align with that. That is the surprise. That is the gag because it's like, oh, you're really trying to dismantle these systems, <laughs> even though it benefits you. You that that but is it, a but it don't. But that's the thing. Those people understand it don't. They understand that it's a fucking game. It doesn't benefit them, right? Mm. It's like because majority of people that's poor ain't black. Majority of people that's poor are white. White people are living like shit, and poor black people sometimes, depending on where you're at, tend to live better than poor white people. Just because of the governance structure of community, because we well, a lot of us just always been poor anyway, so we figured some shit out. <laughs> but you know, um, no, it don't benefit white people either. That's the thing. It's like you playing yourself. Yeah. These people. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm gonna leave it at that. Let's just because it's we're getting to the time, and yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. listen, leave binary people yeah, alone. Yeah. We got bigger fish to fry. Non-binary people alone. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, binary <laughs> and non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We leave trans we, people alone. We don't need to be fighting each other. We don't need to be fighting against each other. That it doesn't. It doesn't serve us. It does. We can't use it. We are not the ones out here writing legislation against our lives. We are not the ones out here killing black trans women. We are not right. the ones out here doing these things. Not hiring trans people. That is not us. So we should not be positioned, positioning ourselves, especially on a big ass platform, having these arguments that, yeah, we on the couch talking, girl, maybe I might call Jamie out. Girl, y'all, da 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 behind closed doors. Jamie, girl, you, they just reading you as a gay man, girl. We might need to read each other privately. But on this big ass platform, leave that alone. Leave that mm -hmm. alone. That don't benefit us. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag Marcus Plate. Hashtag Marcus Plate. Don't run your blood pressure up now, Don. Yeah, there. they wear me out. Girl, get out of here. We got all okay, this so. other shit. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria. More than peace of mind. It's the joy in space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria. More than peace of mind. It's the joy in space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme you a feeling and a high you never come down from. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Jay. So, what has been bringing you <laughs> euphoria this week? Um, uh, what's been bringing me euphoria this week? Um, I had a, I got a haircut, and you know, it had been a minute and I really needed one. And sometimes just a good ass haircut, a good ass shave, just like being able to just relax in the barber chair brings me euphoria. With some good mm -hmm. R&B in the background, I do like me some Tank. I love me some Jahim. That's my boo. That's my low key boo. Um, <laughs> just in case. Anyway. Um, I don't make it home tonight. <laughs> Get a love album. That's my shit. Word. Anyway, so um, that's what's bringing me euphoria this week was just like getting kind of, you know, some self-care, like getting my hair cut and just like having a really good experience. It wasn't a spa, you know what I'm saying? 
But, you know, the barber really does, the barber I go to, he really does make it an experience and does the towel and straight razor. So, yeah, that's what's bringing me. It was nice to kind of check out and just kind of, you know, relax and kind of be spa-like or what have you. So, mm. yeah, that's what's bringing me euphoria this week. What about yourself? What's bringing oh. you euphoria this week? Now you all your blood pressure all run up now. <laughs> what? I'm pissed through the fuck off. Now you forgot yes. to get out of Get out of here. It's so classic white woman. Um, exactly, 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 and that's why it's different. White. So, what has been, (laughs) (laughs) what has been bringing me euphoria this week? There, I have been invited to a situation. I don't want to talk about it, but as far as um details, but like a oh baby oh situation. No, 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 no. A professional situation. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way you said it. I have been invited to a professional situation. Okay. okay, Um, okay. um, And it's one of those things where somebody I know got in the door and pulled me into the door with them. Okay. And that's, that's, that's the best way for me to explain it. And, um, and it was, she didn't have to do it. She Mm -hmm. pulled a couple of us in and she didn't have to do it and and we'll talk i'll talk about it probably another time but um it really blessed me in a big professional way and that's cool it and i and and i'm i'm saying this because there has been so many times that i have done this for other people and people have done it for me and seeing how that action community actually works in our favor when we're opening up doors when somebody is the first to do something and then opens up the door to the rest of the people and yes. um gives me an opportunity to open up the door for somebody else and you know well not open it up but get pull somebody else in it's just the door take the door out the hinges motherfucker. okay just let yeah. everybody just come in and yeah. i'm you know it has changed, not changed my life, because I've always been a community ass bitch, but it has allowed me to do some big ass things this past year that I have always dreamed of doing. And yeah. and that one person opening up that door really has me thinking about that this year because everything has come to a head um, this week and the blessing has, you know, hit my account. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the work, you know, once the work yeah. is done, yeah. and then you finally yeah. get that deposit. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the blessing of community has really been bringing me joy. And that kind of, you know, whatever, I don't know what's the word. I can't think of my brain because my pressure's up. <laughs> my brain is can't think of it. But whatever that is that yeah. allows people to say, hey, I'm bring I, the opposite of the crab in the barrel. I am That's right. getting people out of this barrel because mm-hmm. I know the barrel is not our natural habitat. <laughs> but it, it, you know, getting people out of this um, hamster wheel and putting them in another place of where they're supposed to be. I am so blessed to be. Um, to be in that kind of energy in my life. And so that's what's mm-hmm. been bringing me euphoria this week. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's beautiful right there. Come on, community. 
Community, community, community. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So, y'all, tell us what y'all think about this episode. I know we were all over the place. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's what it is. With sometimes, you know, we got to have these kind of hard, tough conversations. And we, um, yeah, and we've, and we, we try to do that for y'all. And so, yeah. yeah. Hashtag Marsha's Plate, and we will okay. see y'all next week. All right. Peace, y'all. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Baby,